You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, episode 40, Prenatal. Hello, everyone. Uh, you're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast. It is November 12, 2009. My name is Sergio. I'm your host. Uh, I'm here with the, the normal guys, Clarence, Carl, and James. Uh, what's up, Clarence? How you doing? Doing pretty good. Good. There's, there's a big game launch this week. Here? Yeah, I heard it was like the biggest of the year. Almost. Maybe. Was it? Maybe. Carl, <laughs> Carl, Carl, what's going on? <laughs> hey, when you said Clarence Carl, Carl I thought, you know you said Clarence Carter. Clarence Carter, Clarence Carter. <laughs> and for those who don't know, the good old folks, that's, that's the stroke in Maine, ain't it, Clarence? <laughs> <laughs> All right, James. Yeah, uh, yeah, James, what's up, people? How's it going? I don't think they're going to answer, at least not <laughs> live. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't really want them to talk back to me anyway. Ooh. All right, let's get started. Uh, we got some news that uh, we want to go over. So, Clarence, you get to go first this week. Uh, yeah, um, I know everybody has, has heard or either seen the news of the Natal that was like introduced earlier this year. And uh, apparently some news about it has leaked out um, saying that it is going to have 14 games and is going to be priced for lower than a lot of people expected, which uh, 50 euros, which I think that translates to like 75 bucks. <laughs> so, I mean, a good introductory price for technology that seems like it should cost a heck of a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. 14 games, so is that 14 actual titles available, <laughs> or is that a, a 14 ge- laden mini game compilation? 14 laden mini games, I would assume. Uh, yeah. like, <laughs> like basically Xbox Wii Sports is what it's going to be. Yeah. So if you pre-order na- uh, Natal, is that prenatal? Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that, Jim? <laughs> Since I read the Google Doc. <laughs> <laughs> also, another quick question, though. I guess it's for you guys. Um, as much as everyone dogs the Wii, well, I'm not going to say dog the Wii, blah, 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 blah. Um, is it too, it, would it be too little, too late? Um, 2010, late 2010. Are we well, ready for more motion control? Well, I, I, I think this sets itself apart from the Wii in a way because you're not, not actually holding anything. So it's something kind of different, <laughs> but yeah, you it, could. You it could it say, looks like. Oh, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you, you could say it's too little, too late. Simply uh, for the fact that the 360 is is way at the end of its life cycle. So I mean, probably in the next two years, you, you're expecting something else to come out. So, well, you know what I just thought about that my Microsoft really should do. It should be. It could be cheap. They should. The Natal should con- include. I doubt doubt waistband would probably be too much, but some wrist and ankle bands that wirelessly uh, connect to the the Xbox. But all it receives is different levels of force feedback to give you some sort of, you know, feeling that the input is being received or that you're doing something. So you want rumble packs on your legs? (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. Rumble wristbands and rumble, rumble ankle packs, like... You know, like say you're playing like I don't know Dragon Ball Z, and you pull back for a Kamehameha, and it should make your left and right hands just start rumbling. Oh, you know, like you're sitting there just feeling the charge up. I don't know. That's what, the, the, and this, then that way your arm would rumble every time you fake a gunshot because you're not holding a gun. 
This Christine. may be that that may be the key to Microsoft actually selling some Xboxes in Japan, because <laughs> that could get dirty <laughs> real quick. No. I, actually, I gotta admit, to, to me, this is this is pretty much kind of Microsoft trying to jump the bandwagon and get out before uh, Sony, because really the the whole eye camera controls they were supposed to have something a game come out two years ago that they've still been working on um actually i can't find the name of that game now well they had they had you're in the movies and well no no there was uh it was uh it was another game because um the characters the two female characters would actually react to your facial expressions like if you were looking sad or something they would stop and say well What's wrong? I mean, it was an entire uh, <laughs> demo that was about two or three E3s ago. Hmm. Um, I, I, well, it, I don't know, dude. But go, going but back to this, what... Go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no. I was going to go back to... Well, no, if you had something else, I was going to go back to what Clarence said. Well, no, I was just saying it's it's kind of strange, but then also uh, Heavy Rain was demoed. When was It was demoed, what, on launch... Around yeah, heavy rain demoed a long time ago. Yeah, you know, and it's, and I don't think we still have a release date yet for that. So it, there's a lot of different things. To me, it could be fun if they do it right, but I think the way they're going to do it is kind of gimmicky, and it's just going to cause problems. What? Let me. How about stuff like the augmented reality stuff that Sony was doing with the uh, the the Sony camera? Did that stuff ever come out? Like the Yu-Gi-Oh type cards games they had? Well, there's the. Uh, well, there's the Eye Beholder. Eye of Judgment. Eye of Judgment, yeah. Eye of Judgment. Um, yeah. There was that one. I don't, but see, it sold really poorly. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they made any more. Well, there's no more that are in America, but in Japan there might be because Japan's still really huge into the whole card uh, trading games. Yeah. yeah. Well, the only thing I would say about the Natal versus what. Uh, Sony's doing to imitate imitate what the Wii has is that just that is that the Natal is going to be different. If they were doing the same exact thing that the Wii was doing is doing, i.e., what Sony is doing, I mean, I don't think it would be that big of a deal. So. Yeah, and 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 to go back to what you're saying, I I don't I wouldn't expect a new Xbox in the next four years, easy. Because wow. what I what I think Natal is is their new Xbox. It is a base, basically a relaunch of the Xbox 360. And what else are they going to add? You know, what what other hardware are they going to bring to the table to make the Xbox 360 so much better, other yeah, than true. just this camera? So at some point, you reach the point of diminishing returns. And because Sony has already come out and said that the PS3 is going to be around a while. Yeah, and, and, and most of the companies are going. They're getting. They're, they want to have a solid hardware base, and, and and software is driving the new innovations rather than the hardware at this point. Yeah, and in the economy that we're in right now, I don't see anyone saying, "Ooh, I'm, let me line up to drop seven hundred dollars for a new Xbox." Yeah, and if you do have an Xbox and you're on Xbox Live, and you, you maybe you know have a hacked Xbox uh, and, and trying to get on to play some games, you you might get disconnected. Oh, good transition. Yeah, so so apparently Microsoft has disconnected six hundred thousand users as of well recently uh, for just that hacking their Xboxes. 
the, nice. wow that, that's that's huge <laughs> now let me let me ask this on these hacked xboxes are they hacked to where my chips uh, and uh, mod chips mod chips for games not hacked where they're not having to pay for their live account well i don't think that's possible anyway <laughs> oh no you have to pay for your live account that okay that's all server side but yeah this is fun i i love that they're doing this <laughs> i mean i think we've all been burned by being on the server or something and someone is just cheating their butt off so i mean i think it's twofold i think they're doing this for cheating and they're also doing it for piracy to keep people from pirating games, so I mean, it's a win-win in my in my opinion. All yeah. around. Yeah. What's What's so weird is is when they do this on consoles. When When you ban people for for cheating on consoles, everybody's like, "Oh, yay, good job!" But if you implement some sort of measure in your PC game to keep <laughs> them from copying it, or uh, to to make sure that you're using a legitimate copy. Everyone just goes apeshit, and they're like, "You suck." <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of a lot of problems they run into with that is they degrade the user experience so much that it hurts the people who are not pirating. So, so that's one of the cases where putting DRM on a CD-ROM or DVD-ROM like causes people who are doing good to have major issues, which I think they had major issues with Spore when it came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, moving right along, uh, a new game came out uh, not too long, this past week. Did you, any of you hear about it? Yeah, I, I was there. I, I was there. I, yeah, I, uh, I was helping out with work a little bit so I could get my copy and get out of there before everybody else. Yeah, and apparently they sold 4.7 million copies in one day. Combined, you, combined yeah. system? Yeah, there uh, were, assuming, there were yeah, yeah. Uh, Walmart on 49 and 98 got 250 copies apiece. And they had probably double the amount of people lined up in front of Walmart to get that. Let me go ahead and say the game since we haven't said it. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 released this past week with re- record one-day sales. Yes. Not so, only the biggest game launch, but the biggest media launch of all time. Wow. Yeah. So did, uh, did anybody else get a copy, or was it just me? Uh, that would just be you. <laughs> Well, every other person in America got one, so <laughs> you're not alone. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm just talking about you know the group of people I know. Yeah, like I, I wanted it, but I haven't played the first one yet. So, yeah, and if if you, you can had, play it on the Wii, if you had, I can play the first one. <laughs> you have Modern Warfare Reflex now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and that game just sounds. That is simply a a cash in. Because of this game, if 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 Modern Warfare Two was not coming out this year, Reflex would not ever see the light of day. <laughs> Probably not. Because there's there's you know eighteen million soccer moms out there with Wii's whose husbands like wait I can get my duty on on you know <laughs> wow that's a little bit well I mean they they've had <laughs> was on there you had the Medal of Honor games so. Did you did you guys see the screenshot comparisons? <laughs> oh no, I didn't. Yeah, it, it's what you would expect. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like looks like uh, Call of Duty on a GameCube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty on a GameCube. I never really liked the Call of Duty games. I don't know why. I think I got tired of the War, of the war games. I like I like the 
fake futuristic stories. Of... Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last one I didn't play online too much, but I like played a played the single player campaign. It's it's very enjoyable, man. I, I must admit, it's one of the better uh, single player games I played. But most people get it for the multiplayer. Yeah, I, 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 I actually sat down and played through the single player before I even touched the multiplayer. Yeah. And uh, I, I have to admit, and I'm doing, I am writing up a review. My only disappointment with the game total was in the first Modern Warfare, if you got all the Intel pieces, you got cheats that were unlocked for the single player. Modern Warfare 2, nothing. You don't get nothing. You get a trophy. That's it. Hey, I love trophies. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a trophy whore. Yeah, and trophies are all right. But with the first Modern Warfare, the cheats you had added something fun to the game. Because you had, if you got all of them, you naturally the you know the infinite ammo. But you had one to where you could be in black and white filter. You had one that you would be in like a, a Charlie Chaplin filter is the way I'd put it. Because the screen would kind of go that yellow. Sepia tone. Yeah, and it would run really fast and have the stupid music. Wow. You'd have one cheat that you could unlock that was purely fun to where when you killed an enemy, he was an explosion of tires. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I was looking forward to see what they would do to top that. And the fact that you take the time and find all those pieces and all you get is a trophy when before you had a lot of cheats. But like I said, it's my one disappointment with the game so far. That's oh, well. it. That that I guess that's good because that that seems like a very ne- negligible, you know, thing. At least for most players, it would be. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I do miss stuff like that. Cause remember back in the day, like N64, like Turok and uh, Golden, I had all those real goofy cheat stuff you could unlock. Yeah. Too. Paintball. Yeah, paintball. Big head. DK mode. They did DK mode to the big head, so you had long arms and big heads like Donkey Kong, and then Turok had like the the black and white mode where you just see like. The lines look like it's a comic book or something. And then they yeah. had a mode that everyone dubbed the PlayStation One mode or something like that, <laughs> <laughs> where it like kind of scaled a lot of stuff back. But yeah, I do miss like little you know personal creations and stuff like that. They're interesting. Show right. the developer is human and not just a money making machine. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> while while you're while you're talking, let's jump into your new your news topics. You have some cell phone stuff. Oh yeah, I got some uh, some pretty decent stuff. Um, I guess I, I'm I'm calling this the season of Android, which is probably Android. yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I was looking up um cell phones because I'm not I'm tired of my phone. Uh, if everyone know the Motorola Droid came out to Verizon, um, but I was looking for other Android phones, um, and saw that Acer and Toshiba of all people. I'm probably sure. Pretty sure she was probably made phones before, but two well-known computer companies have cell phones, and they run Android. Um, and they're actually both supposed. Well, I think later this year both should be available in America, and they look great. Uh, they're pretty much more. They're pretty much iPhone clones. Um, I didn't see any slide-out keypads. Just a touchscreen with Android running on top of it, um, with I guess Acer Tech and other. Um, tech in it. I couldn't even think of what else to say. Um, <laughs> Very high resolution. But, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but the other, thing I, the other thing I guess, too, which I'm uh, going to speak more of on later, the Acer is actually... Is the Acer? No, the Toshiba was actually the first uh, of the cell phones to have the Snapdragon processor in it, which is a, a new, much 
faster, a higher clock speed, a uh, uh, cell phone CPU that's coming out, and I'll, I'll give more details on that a little later. But yeah, Android is growing, and still speaking of Android, as most people know, I said a long time ago that there was a hack where I could have put Android on my Asus E netbook. Well, um, I think it was Acer again to the rescue. The first, well, it might not be the first, but the first I've seen, um, you know, dual boot netbook. And <laughs> oh, that's crazy. <laughs> and usually when you dual boot in it, you usually don't get a dual boot uh, device from the manufacturer. You usually have to do this yourself. But Acer is giving you a dual boot netbook with Windows XP, uh, not a Windows 7 starter, but good old XP. 7 is not bad, but uh, and Android. And a nine-hour battery. And only $350. That's $50 more than what I paid for my netbook. I almost wish I would have waited. I could have got three more hours in another OS. <laughs> Yeah, but, I don't have <laughs> I don't have one thing to say about this. If if you have XP on the netbook, would you really ever want to boot boot in Android? Seriously? Uh for those well, if you buy it because it has Android on it, I'm pretty sure you're just one of those curious techie guys that want everything. Or you probably either have already done it and put Android and do a boot at your netbook. Okay, or, well well <laughs> well well what does Android provide this special for a netbook? I mean does it have like a lot of stuff that the phones have, or I really haven't used it on the netbook, so I, I have no idea. I'm not entirely sure. It's pretty much just Google on a computer, um, Google Chrome. Where if you think about, uh, even if even, really if you even go back and think about uh, Windows, Windows 98 was pretty much um, Internet Explorer all over the place. Why they got sued by Netscape because they integrated Internet Explorer and everything to where it was pretty much. All your windows and your file explore, explorer, etc. Um, but from what from what they advertise on this page, they actually say the internet is faster in Android, uh, which is funny. Maybe that's just Google. But they're just saying it because it's Chrome, probably. Yeah, probably because it's Chrome and pretty much Google what uh, owns twenty three percent of the internet, so they can make twenty three of the net faster, probably. <laughs> but, <laughs> But uh, that's pretty much what they say. They give you two. They, they just list two little bullet points. Uh, let's see if I can scroll down to it. Um, oh, it's a fast internet access and an 18-second boot up or go to Windows for your productivity and entertainment. So wow. it's more, I guess you can say it's a novelty thing. But 18-second boot, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, and that's not solid state. That's a old 5600 uh, SATA hard drive, I think. So uh, just think of what they could do off of a solid state or, yeah, solid state's the fastest. Is solid state faster than Raptor drives? I never thought I'd look that up. I was a Raptor. That's them 10,000, 12,000 RPM. Oh, yeah, it's faster. Oh, it is? Okay. All right. But, yeah, that definitely caught my eye. And, boy, would that be a fun toy. Nine-hour battery. (laughs) One-day computing, like they say. So, okay, I got one more quick question for you. In order of, of one, two, and three, iPhone OS, Windows Mobile, Droid. How is these for me? Um, I'm actually tired of Windows now, so I'm actually I'm going to put that at three. So I'm going to say Android, iPhone, Windows, uh, phone. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I and, had to put the iPhone OS, but at, at yeah. number one. Yeah, and I'm putting I'm mostly putting iPhone at number two out of spite. And I'm putting <laughs> and I'm putting Windows in number three because I've been using Windows since CE. 
Um, so um, it, it's it's nice and kind of fun to see you know a new open platform out there, which 100% advertises itself as open. You know, sure, Windows Phone is kind of open, but you still have a few hurdles to jump through. But but sure, you and then you have to brick, not brick, but jailbreak your iPhone to get full advantage out of it. But the Android phones actually come with a open source EULA in them. So, you know, just letting you know, hey, this is free. Here's what we license and say you can, and uh, here's, here's the license. Have fun. Have at it. Wow. Mm. All right. Well, I, I need a new phone, so I may be looking at something with Droid in it. <laughs> Seeing as I'm Verizon, you know, uh, I, I'm with Verizon, so there is no iPhone for me. <laughs> okay, Droid James. Ears. Oh yeah, yeah, James, what you got? All right, a uh, bit of news that I have for this week. Um, actually, it just came out last week, and I found it earlier this week. Uh, as most people know, I'm into emulators and stuff like that, which I actually have a tech tip for this week. Um, but there is now a mod driver to where you can use your PS3 controller on your computer if you want. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of people um, asking me about it, and I finally got up off my butt and started looking again. And I found it. And if you're interested in it, look, f- just Google 6-axis PS3 Win32. So, of course, this is a uh, a user-made driver. Correct. Yes. It is okay. A user, it's a user-made driver. Um, I've experimented with it extensively, and it works just fine. Okay. My main question is: is why wouldn't Sony just go ahead and release a driver for the PC? Is USB? Because it, it's Sony. It, it just makes sense to do that. Yeah. True. <laughs> well, it, it's it's one of those things. They're just sitting there going, "Well, you're just gonna. It's for the PS3. You're gonna use it on the PS3." Sony's not a software company. Yeah, and there, there's enough. Yeah. Uh, there's enough PlayStation knockoff controllers on PC already, anyway. And yeah, well, pretty just, much everything you grab, unless it doesn't have analog sticks, is almost pretty much a PS One DualShock. Well, I'm just, I'm just looking at yeah, how many more controllers the uh, Microsoft 360, Xbox 360 may have sold because just offering that as an option. I'm pretty sure they sh- they sold a crap ton of more controllers just because of that. You know the thing that sucks about the Microsoft controller though is the play and charge kit USB cable does not connect it to PC. That is correct and that was a pain in the ass. Now, now for everybody that wants to get this and use your PS3 controller on your PC, you're going to have to keep it hooked up through the USB cable. Otherwise, it's going to just sync up and boot up your PS3. So it's still going to have to have the wire. <laughs> so as soon as That's, you want to plug it, the PS3 going to say, hey, I see a controller nearby. Let's no, it. It, it's, it's not going to do that. Uh, because okay. actually when you have your actually when you have the PS3 controller wired into the PS3 and you turn it on, the Bluetooth actually doesn't turn on. It's just synced. But now when you unplug it, you know, after you've charged it and you unplug it and you go to move around, it syncs up and keeps it at that um, controller port. That's another uh, thing I was wondering too. Um, is this just they did it, did it just take them this long to get the USB driver out? Had they already been experimenting with with Bluetooth connecting the PS3 controller? Cause they did that like day one with the with the uh, Wii controller. That like, everybody was like, "Hey, I got my Wii synced up." Like it shows up immediately. Like you just tell your Bluetooth to look for something, press buttons one and two on the Wii mote, and it says human interface device, keyboard, mouse, etc. Uh, detect. 
and then everybody wrote fun little drivers to get everything working. <laughs> Honestly, on that one, I don't know. I don't have uh, a Bluetooth dongle for my PC, so I have never bothered with it, actually. I've never even felt the reason to look. I guess ever, I should look into that. Anyone ever notice how many PC terms are so uh, man-oriented? Dongle. <laughs> dongle. <laughs> Male and well, female connector. Well, me, male and female Nobody connector have been around for centuries. <laughs> you can't really, can't really say that one. Well, man still made it, and it was probably technology related, sort of. <laughs> okay, so I guess I have some some, uh, <laughs> some news topics. Um, Criterion makers of Yay, I love them. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I'm sorry, makers of high quality racing games and black <laughs> and, and black yeah, and, and, and oh, player first person shooter that they need to make a sequel to. Oh, and a very heavily used uh, middleware engine for uh, back in the GameCube PS2 day. Oh, renderware. That's true. That's true. Uh, well, they have been tapped to develop the next Need for Speed game, which is kind of funny because it's historically, Burnout has not, not sold as well as Need for Speed. It's been a better game, but it hasn't sold as well. Wow. Now, apparently the sales of Need for, Need for Speed have been sla- like dropping so so much that they're thinking, let's bring some quality into the Need for Speed franchise. <laughs> so does Maybe that mean we we're actually going to be able to again. destroy the cars when they wreck? Uh, I think in, in, the, in the press release, it basically said there will be a bit of crashing. Hmm. Wow. Is that really going to be allowed? Because Need for Speed has licensed, ve- licensed vehicles, right? Yeah. It wasn't that the man, GMC and Toyota, et cetera, et cetera, saying hey, we're not going to let you tear our cars up. That's, that's so why stupid. That's why you can't mess the cars up and like in was it Grand Turismo? Grand Turismo. If you crash a car in real life, it's going to have marks on it. This makes no sense. <laughs> uh, well, you have to remember they only have to get permission from one. Once they get permission from one, all they have to do is show the others, "Hey, Chevy said it was okay." Really? <laughs> Crap! Now we have to do it. Yeah, you know, I think Ford, like, I think Ford Chevy had I think Ford said okay first. <laughs> Ford said, "Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. Put some trucks in there. I want to see some." Oh, no, Ford doesn't need the money though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so they, they have no reason to uh, lock them out or or whatever. That makes me wonder too, though, because the main reason I stayed away from these speed games because they try so hard to be somewhat simulation or realistic. I love Criterion for the arcadey physics of the game. So are they finna go realistic, or are we gonna give us an arcadey Need for Speed? I, I think they should sep- keep it separate. I, I, yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know what they're going to do, but I mean, pretty much for the arcade aspect, it's covered by Burnout completely. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think the other one should go in a totally different direction. Mm, I, well, that, that's what Need for Speed Shift was this year. Need for Speed Speed Shift was a simulation game. Yeah. And th- that they're completely abandoning the need for speed that it was, and it was arcadey prior to shift, but now they're going completely arcadey, I'm assuming, with the burnout one. It would be great if it was called, like, need for speed burnout. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if they're going to go toward the ar- arcadey style, they should just disband the line and just go with need for, uh, go with uh, burnout. Because it, but, it, but, it doesn't make sense to have two games that are... Almost alike because they're using they're using the same formats in both games and a lot of the same assets with different things they're doing. So that's true. 
Why have another game? <laughs> because if burnout is not as profitable as the Need for Speed name, yeah, then sure. what the, what you're getting is the ability to use a quality developer on a title that is uh, has the brand recognition. Well, in that case, I just is call it Need for Speed Burnout. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whoever said that earlier. <laughs> Need for Speed Burnout. That is all. Uh, well, also, let's see. Uh, I was going to talk about the uh, Modern Warfare numbers, but we already did that. So, <laughs> speaking of uh, sales numbers, the October numbers are in, and guess what? Uncharted wins. Aha! Uncharted Among Thieves, or Uncharted Two Among Thieves, was the top-selling game for October, which is kind of awesome. Hmm. Yeah, I'm actually spoke about it too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that Halo is so far down the list. NBA 2K10 beat it out. <laughs> Halo is like over two years old now. Well, not two years. I'm sorry, a year old now, isn't it? ODST man. And oh, it, sorry. oh, okay. And it came well, out last month, so most of its numbers came last month. Yeah, that's true. But if you could combine both of the SKUs for the NBA 2K10, it's number one. <laughs> that's the thing that gets me with Halo, though. Yeah, like I would think. That a game such as Halo, those who want Halo will buy Halo immediately when it's available. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in it continuing to, to continuing <laughs> to garner high sales. Well, there's always going to be the people who just don't have the money, or yeah, their true. parents buy it for them for Christmas. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. most of them are going to come first week, and I'm just really happy Uncharted is on top because it deserves it. Not very often is is the top selling game a game that deserves it. Look at We Play. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that that We Mode is just awesome, <laughs> and it comes with a free disc. <laughs> so, so, so I guess now would be a good time to ask you guys what what game do you think will be like the blockbuster of the holiday season, other than Modern Warfare, Mario. <laughs> Could be no, Assassin's no, Creed no, Two. There's been a lot of pre-orders for that one. You know, Reggie already made the, well, he didn't make a bet, but the, the claim that uh, he says some Super Mario Brothers Wii will outsell Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Wow. Uh, he said, give them to January, and it will only beat one of the systems. He said, it won't beat them combined, uh, and he don't think it will beat both systems, or both uh, SKUs, or et cetera, whatever. Or, I think they're both systems. It's either going to be PS3 or it's going to be the Xbox. <laughs> it'll, it'll, it'll probably be the PS3 but it won't beat Xbox 360 numbers yeah we got in the strategy guys for the new Mario Brothers yesterday while I was at work that's what makes me want to know uh, Mario Kart and Smash Brothers did they sell more than Halo or that would be some good to research <laughs> yeah, I'm about to look that up because if they did I think they said, I think he said he's going off of Nintendo DS Mario numbers and doing I don't know some kind of percentage calculations on consoles, et cetera, et cetera. But I feel if, if Mario Brothers Wii, I'm sorry, if if Mario Kart has sold more than Halo or one of the Call of Duties, et cetera, then I think New Super Mario Brothers Wii should because it's gonna get the hardcore, it's gonna get the soccer moms. Um, shoot, it's Mario. I think yeah, I think yeah, I th- exactly. I think in the long run, you're probably right. But by January, no. Yeah, yeah, you're right. For Christmas, yeah. everybody wants to shoot everybody. Bingo. Yeah, because <laughs> you got to look at the Nintendo games, the Nintendo published titles as a whole. Most of this stuff is slow burning. 
Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's going. It's going to keep selling. Like every month, it's going to still be up there if it's if of any worth. And yeah, that's that, how they market it. They say we don't get the we don't get the top sales immediately, but people just don't stop buying our crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get a lot of word of mouth too. Yeah, like they get a lot more word of mouth than than PS3 and Microsoft does. Yeah, yeah. that was the entire market of the week. Remember they said they they I don't know if it was a joke, but they said they had like Tupperware parties where you know soccer moms were showing the weeds to other soccer moms and showing the weeds to other people. Uh, wow, at yeah. Tupperware parties. Yeah, Tupperware parties, you know, where, where they sell a lot of plastic stuff. You know, women love those plastic wares parties. Matching <laughs> <laughs> <Nice and> plastic. <sighs> hey, Carl, hey, Carlos, 12 years old again. Okay, I think I think we've exhausted our news topics. Uh, let's move on to deals of the week. Uh, Carl's back to form with a with a deal. So, what's what you got? All right. Well, I only have one deal here today, and some might say this isn't really, I don't know, big tech. But, um, hey, we're in southern Mississippi. People down here have guns. People down here like to hunt. And we like to eat. Free range. (laughs) I'm looking at the link you posted. I'm wondering where you're going with this. (laughs) Just continue to put us in a box, (laughs) don't you, Carl? (laughs) Well, my father is an avid hunter. He loves... And usually out in the woods, you're not going to get a good cell phone signal. So... Good old Cobra, usually someone who makes very expensive or well, very yeah, high guys. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> the good people at Cobra um, have 16 mile radius, um, two pack, two way radios, um, just 20 bucks, ten dollars a piece. I usually see items like this only being five miles, but 16 miles. So as long as you give that to somebody else uh you guys should be able to definitely you know find each other um you know if you get lost out there in the woods um hopefully there was someone else at least within 16 miles of you uh that can get to help or pretty sure there's someone within 16 miles of a cell phone tower who has this walkie-talkie and i think the thing also has the open talk as well so park rangers can pick you up on uh you know their on one of their scan frequencies, you know, just in case you need help. But hey, if you're in, and not just the South, because people hunt up north in the woods, you know, they like, but if you're an avid, <laughs> thank you, Carl. If, you're, if there. you're an avid sportsman or a camper or anyone who from seldom time gets away from the telephone pole and the satellites, the antenna, well, you can't get away from the satellites, but uh, get away from the, uh, <laughs> the antennas and all in the wires and, and, and such, you can't, tw- 20 bucks. 16 mile radius, two way radio, two radios. This will get you safe. This will get you home. Yeah, I, I will say that this 16 mile range is pretty crazy, man. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you could you could almost pirate. That's that's, that's enough range to, to run a pirate radio, and in, in, if you're in the right location, <laughs> I mean, you could be like all the way across Hattiesburg and probably get the person on the other side. Man, yeah, because yeah, like Hattiesburg is in one that. of the neighboring cities. You could be in Oak Grove or Pellet. <laughs> Like, <laughs> if if me and Clarence were still living in Hattiesburg, we could do a podcast over these things. <laughs> we radio podcast coming soon. It's like we need some news over. Yeah, as Scott doesn't sound bad enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is going to be my Christmas present to my daddy. Well, then tell your dad not to listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's up the bag. 
Can't sell the bag. <laughs> okay, we're going to move on to TVs and movies. Uh, Carl, again, looks like you've been watching something. Uh, yeah, um, I was on my day off. Uh, I was extremely bored and was watching video video game videos, um, looking at old GameCube games I played a lot. And then I looked at somebody play, somebody posted a video, hey, Beautiful Joe on the maximum difficulty. I said, hey, let me see what this guy can do. And after watching that, I saw to the side in the other suggested videos, I had forgot Beautiful Joe had an anime, um, which actually is very good. Um, actually, the only first 18 episodes are English dub that I guess didn't do well enough in America. Um, but this is one anime that I would say is 90% accurate to the, the video game. And thanks to the video game using uh, cell-shaded technology, they look identical. It, it, look, it looks great. Yeah, like, that does look just like Beautiful Joe's cutscenes. <laughs> so the video game did come first. Yep. Yes. The game came first. And Beautiful Joe, I would say, is the most creative character uh, universe. Like, I enjoyed and had more fun. Not only is it a solid game, but the characters are just so funny, interesting, uh, so much energy, jokes, good voice acting, solid game. Pretty decent cartoon. Lots of messages kind of interladen in the cartoon. None of that, you know message or you know uh, now you know type stuff but, <laughs> but 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 just lots of like joe is just so genuine i guess you could say so he is the like the definition of a hero you know no matter how bad you're doing just keep trying get back up on that horse so so, uh, so, so, you, so you're saying is it, yo beautiful joe wait <laughs> <laughs> hey. well, he does the hinge in a jojo <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a great. Uh, if you haven't played it, I do recommend play it. Don't uh, play it. Those, <laughs> why? <laughs> Unless you want your fingers to burn, don't play that game. Well, they, they, they do have they do have a difficulty called child called child. So you know, play it on children's mode, and you can kill most enemies with like one punch. But yeah, on normal adult V rated, yeah, your fingers will hurt because you will be slowing it down all. So you, you're gonna have one finger holding the slow down button. Often, while you're jumping, punching, dodging, kicking, sliding, yeah, that, speeding that, it up, zooming in. That's the, that's the game that made me realize the GameCube controller is not really ergonomic, uh, like friendly. <laughs> and when yeah, beautiful, beautiful Joe, one of the first uh, cell shaded games, maybe mm-hmm. not the first, but I could be totally probably, off on it. Probably the first on GameCube, maybe. Yeah, because uh, the first one was Jack Ryan Radio on. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, that's right, Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Yeah, yep. but true. yeah, def- solid game, solid cartoon. Um, oh, I know why I liked it. Also, um, the entire saga is you know, you know, I, I can't wait to see what happens next episode. But each episode is concluded. You know, it's not like he's fighting somebody and then mid punch be like, oh, what's gonna happen? You know, in the continuation of this round, blah blah blah. Like he he he, he beats the dude. Next episode, he travels to another city, fights another guy, beats him. You know, it, it's like each episode is an episode of its own. You don't have to see the previous episode to to understand what in the hell is going on. You don't, you don't, really miss, <laughs> you don't miss much. Uh, you can watch the previous episode, you know, just to get a continuation of the story. But other than that, every episode stands alone. And so, I really love when cartoons do that. So it's a loose continuity, kind of like Smallville. 
Oh, okay, okay. So, so let's move on to games we're playing. And uh, I've been playing some games. Uh, You've playing some Taylor Swift there, haven't you? I have been playing some Taylor Swift, <laughs> singing my ass off. Uh, I've been playing Band Hero. Uh, I've been playing it for both PS3 and for DS. And it, it plays, at least on PS3, exactly like Guitar Hero 5. It looks a lot different. Like All of the art assets have been swapped out for much more poppy, much much more sparkly. You know, I, I listen to, you know... Hannah Montana type, you know, graphics. But other than that, it all, all, I mean, even down to like the, the challenges, everything in the game is taken directly from Guitar Hero 5. So so what do you think about them just changing the name and, and, and throwing that on a new game and trying to market it as like something totally different? I th- think it's a missed opportunity because I, I enjoy most of the songs that I'm playing in that game. It, the set list is pretty erratic, but I, I'm enjoying it, and I wish that some of the songs that they put, like, I know this is a really terrible uh, example, but the Spice Girls is in the game. <laughs> it want to be, you know, that, that song. And, and when I was playing it, I'm like, wh- why aren't we doing harmony here? <laughs> you know, wh- why is there's only, why are there only one, there's only one vocal track. Uh, so they they didn't really cash in on the thing that uh that that the Beatles rock band did where like what crap tons of people can play at one time. <laughs> exactly, and and yeah, you can have more than one singer, but they're all singing the same vocal track. Ah, uh, and yeah. and had they just tweaked a few gameplay things to fit more of the pop music genre, it would have worked a lot better. But right now, it's just you're playing a a metal game, but you're playing Taylor Swift songs. You know, yeah. um, I'm okay. Guitar Hero Five, Band Hero, DJ. Well, I don't say DJ Hero, new controller. But I guess we're well past the point. I guess I can't even complain about this anymore. But is it even necessary? Well, yeah, for money. But is it even necessary to even release a new game? Like it's all the same. They could just run download content until people stop making music. Uh, well, 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 they run into the same problem people run into with. Selling my whole album versus selling a one track on iTunes, they want to make the bundle of the money rather than just make a part of the money. Yeah, that yeah. way they that way they can get you to get the crappy stuff. Well, it, it actually, it's it's a nice little uh, kind of like a a research project going on right now because one there's two different camps. There's the rock band camp, and then there's the Guitar Hero camp, and they're taking two drastically different stances on it. Yeah. Rock band, rock band is downloadable. Like, there's thousands of songs downloadable for Rock Band. There's like 212 available for for for, for Guitar Hero. <laughs> yeah, because since since Rock Band Two's come out, we've had what two two more Guitar Hero games come out, or is it uh, three? We've had like six more Guitar Hero games. Wow. That's rock. We, we had Guitar Hero, Metallica, Van Halen, uh, Five, Smash Hits, and Band Hero. And if you haven't yeah, had enough, guess what? <laughs> apparently, I don't have the link to the article, but apparently, uh, uh, they have also licensed Drum Hero, or, yep. or this patented, excuse me, they patented Drum Hero. So <laughs> probably see some on that in the future. Sued <laughs> by Tycho Drum Master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, I gotta admit that that's one thing I do like about with Rock Band. The only other Rock Band game that's come out 
is like Van Beetles. And I understand why that was a completely separate thing. It was It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, there's Legos that it makes sense. It's for kids. It's you know, but it's not like with Guitar Hero, they don't do download content. They're like, oh, we'll just release a whole new thing. Yeah. Whereas you know, Rock Band is just like, y'all want more music? Okay, here you go. Let me ask you guys a question: Is is the Lego stuff interchangeable with the Rock Band Two DLC? Can you download the Lego songs? Actually, uh, all of the Lego songs are exportable onto your Xbox to be played in Rock Rock Band Two. Wow, that is awesome! And on top of that, any (laughs) any family friendly songs that you've downloaded from uh, either Rock Band One or from your downloadable content can be played in Lego Rock Band. (laughs) Oh, so Lego Rock Band actually looks for like like uh, the music is it? Yes, yes. It it it, it basically pl- uh, plays as a storefront for your your already downloadable. Uh, downloadable. It hats off to Harmonix, man. Harmonix for man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're, they're on the ball. Yeah, another thing helping them out too is they got that MTV uh connection. That's mm-hmm. why they probably why they get so much ton, so much music. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've also been playing Gears of War. Don't don't don't. Which uh, chest high walls. Chest you high mean walls. Gears of War one, not two. Yeah, Gears of War one. Gears of War one. Because I've never I mean, played I mean, game. I haven't been played one myself. And I'm not impressed. Yeah. Like I, the the guns sound like children's weapons. It's like pew 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 pew. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you're looking at it by today's standard, yeah, it, it's probably not that impressive. But when it came out, I I I actually played through this game. I loved it. I didn't get into hey, the online stuff, but I, I got to tell you, uh, I haven't finished playing it because you know I don't have an Xbox. But to me, the the real fun that I had with it when I did play was in the co-op, was the split screen co-op. That was fun. Oh yeah, that's awesome. But, but playing by, but that was one of those games playing separately. Eh. Yeah, like, you know. Uh, speaking of co-op, uh, I'm going to squeeze out there real quick. I actually had received a uh, uh, email from Game Informer. Um, they're taking they're they're taking surveys. For the uh, game industry or companies, they're uh, asking how much do people really want co-op, and the main question a is, would you, would you be willing to pay more for a game with co-op in? I'm like, why? Yeah. I said, I said, the, I said, Atari had co-op in it, or you no? Know, and when I say co-op, <laughs> it, it ain't really got to be cooperative. I'm, I'm really talking about simultaneous play on the same system, same TV uh, screen. I'd be willing to pay less for a game that doesn't have it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. I was like, they're like, would you be willing to pay more? Pay uh pay the same or pay less? And I said, should it come with it? Is it expected? Or do, do you not care if a game has co-op in it or not? Would you buy a crappy game if it had co-op in it? And that's actually a yes. I bought a shit ton of crappy games on N64 because it had four-player multiplayer in it. You'd be surprised how many hours of fun me and some college buddies got out of Xena, Talisman of Fate. <laughs> Shoot, I, I remember when we all sat down on the GameCube and played Buffy. Yeah, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> but, but, but now back to Gears of War. Like my, I, there's a few things about that game that, even when it came out, was just weren't acceptable. One, were the the sound design not good. Two, the enemies are bullet sponges. Okay, I don't care if you're. Sitting in a, in a in a futuristic post apocalyptic whatever, you need to invent guns that can kill your opponent. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's also what I don't like about a lot, a lot of new games nowadays. That GoldenEye to me pioneered. Uh, sure, you know you got hit detection according to where you hit them, how much damage it do. But you can no longer 
Like you shoot a character, you know, they just take the damage, they keep going. And Goldeneye, you can pull out a pistol, bust them in the kneecap, they're gonna be stunned in the kneecap for a little while, walk up to them, shoot them in the head, you know, keep going. There's there's no more of that, that locational hit detection that also causes the enemy to react to where they're hit. Well, all I mean, they're doing with location now is, you know, calculating how much damage to do. But you also gotta think though, if if you're playing in a futuristic type game as like Gears of War, they're probably gonna be wearing some type of armor. Rather than in the golden eye days when they're just like with a just with a regular uniform on, you're wearing khakis. <laughs> yeah. well, you know what, Carl? On that with with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, there actually is a bit of that. Like I've had plenty of times I've been popped, and I'd slow down. I wouldn't understand why. And in the kill cam, I would see the guy tag me in the legs, and I slowed down. You know, I get tagged in the shoulder, and my gun goes up, so I'm off target. So it, it is there. It's not going to be the huge amount of animation yeah. that you're used to with, the, with GoldenEye. Yeah, look, so it, it, it is there. It does affect. Yeah, my, my thing is, is I don't want to have to pump nine shots into a dude's face to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my dilemma. <laughs> and and, and, and the, the other thing that I, don't, I didn't like was I've played several levels now, and it's just they're all flat. You you run you hide behind something you shoot somebody you run you hide behind something you shoot shoot somebody but it's all yeah flat. level design I agree level I, design then, then you go up then you go up like some stairs so you can get to another flat land you know it it it, it just seems like <laughs> something that, that they should have noticed before releasing the game there's no there's, no I th- know why you feel that way too sir it's been spoiled by Metroid many first person games now they do not create you do it does not feel like the world you in is living. Metroid created a living world. Everything is so angular. It looks like something really grew here or or was messed up here. Everything now, everything looks in everything is industrial on all games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, well I I don't want to take all our time. So let's move on. Uh tech tip of the week is actually coming from James this week. Aha. Yes, yes. Uh I upgraded to Windows 7 on my PC and I got to goofing around and started trying to get my emulators to run, and they wouldn't. Namely, my N64, my Neo Geo, my Killer Instinct main, and uh, my PS1 emulator. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. I thought it was uh, like my computer would blue screen, and I would get an ATI3DUAG.DLL error. Oh, you got blue screen and Win 7. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It it can happen. Um, Now... What that is, for those popping up, um, I have an ATI Radeon 9550 that was donated to me by a good friend after he upgraded it to something really (laughs) kick-ass. It's control panel. It actually has compatibility issues with Windows 7. I was trying to figure out what's going on. Well, generally when you load up uh, or you upgrade to Windows 7, you may have forgotten to reinstall DirectX. So if you have any issues saying uh, it's missing something or this or that, look up DirectX and download the DirectX 11 package. Uh, it's a 553 meg file you're going to download. I bet I know what that is. You would think it would come already with DirectX installed since it is. Yeah, a, it does. It probably, so comes with, it probably comes with 10. That is a DX9 card, and 10 probably didn't have solid backward compatibility in Win 7 
for a DX9 card, and they probably yep, fixed so that in DX11, I bitch. Yep. So uh, for anybody else that's been having problems with that, do that because my PS1 emulator is working fine. My N64 running like a dream. The only thing I'm having trouble with now is the Neo Geo. I haven't quite figured that one out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trash it. Neo Geo. <laughs> You're not missing much. So. Oh, come, Samurai Showdown? Yeah, Samurai Showdown has been released on everything ever. Yeah, but... There was a lot of yeah, good old dollar cartridge stuff. That's uh, uh yeah, that, he got a, definitely a, a very nice uh, Neo Geo se- selection in there. Metal Slug. You know what I think okay. I'm gonna emulate again? I'm gonna emulate my Neo Geo Pocket Color again. I miss those games. I wish I never gave it to my nephew. I had some awesome games <laughs> on that on that system that had very decent color, but could only show three colors per sprite. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I. Hated it. Like I'd be playing Street Fighter, and then the two, and then those three colors, it includes black and white, which means oh, so like Ryu <laughs> would have his black outline, his outfit's white, and they chose to you know make his headband red. So since he got his red headband, he now has to have solid white skin tone to match his outfit. The only character in that game I had that looked perfect was Zangief because he's naked. So. <laughs> What about <laughs> Blanca in it or Blanca or whatever? Because he would just be orange, green, and brown. Well, oh, black, green, and brown. He wasn't. Oh, he wasn't, uh, wasn't in that game. He wasn't in it, so yeah, I didn't get to see him. But like Sakura, um, because her dress is blue, you lost that color. So you had a uh, white for her shirt, her black outline, and the blue was her dress, hair, eyes, gloves, <laughs> uh, boots. <laughs> but thank you. is pink. So he gets black, pink, and then red for his draws and scars. <laughs> All right. Well, since you're since you're already talking about technology, um, let's jump into the tech roundup. Since All right. So what's up? All right. Uh, everyone knows. Earlier, I spoke about the Snapdragon processor. Where well, here's more info on it. Uh, Snapdragon is the latest processor by the Qualcomm. Group, uh, anyone familiar with HTC phones know it is that crappy ass processor of uh, that AT- HTC uses uh, in their Windows mobile phone, and the and is actually used in the uh, in a Droid phone, the Hero, in the My Touch. Um, this processor, when you hear it, you're like, "Hey, 528 megahertz in a processor? Uh, this is the original. You think it was good? Well, Qualcomm now has this the thing running that has a one gigahertz. That's for a cell phone processor at one gigahertz. Uh, this almost ridiculous uh, from the sound of, but I really hope is uh, that it's optimized because you know one gigahertz means nothing if it still runs horribly. Yeah, um, true. But this one gigahertz uh, processor, the first phone is going to be in is the HTC HD2. This phone is gonna, is an all touchscreen phone with a four point three inch screen. That's that's the size of my MP3 player. Uh, that's the size of that's the size of those. Um, let's see, the Arcos. Those familiar with the Arcos, the normal Arcos Media Center ones that usually range, you know, from three to four hundred, two hundred. That's the size of the screen you're looking at. All touchscreen. Um, also, the uh, that this CPU is rumored. Well, not really rumored, but I guess it, it's it's te- it's stated to be able to handle screens up to 12 inches and up That's to a resolution. That's pretty ridiculous. 
Yeah, um, and up to a resolution of 1440 by 900. Um, it's supposed to be able to decode high-definition video, um, and it's also rumored to possibly be in a uh, possibly in a netbook, maybe in the future. Since it's a cell phone uh, CPU, it has extreme power management um, abilities. Uh, but if you thought your netbook ran slow now, uh, I don't tell you how slow it'll run with a one gigahertz processor made by Qualcomm. But <laughs> a one gigahertz processor in your phone, man, that 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 should make Google Android smoke. Yeah. Well, um, you would, you would think this would have like a lot of um, heat issues. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, yeah, that is something, but they got it working because the, the one difference between a netbook, I guess, and your cell datum processor and this need cell phone processor, no fan. I'm not even sure if there's a heat sink. I think it's just passive. Uh, is it the proper, proper term? Yeah, passive heat heat induction, the heat reduction, heat heat dissipation. So it it just it runs at a low enough voltage, generates low enough amount of heat that that just the air around it. Is enough to keep it cool. Wow, so it's pretty solid. Um, Asus actually did make one, uh, which actually makes me kind of scared about this technology a little bit. Uh, in June two thousand nine, uh, Asus E had a Snapdragon processor with Google Android running. Um, but before they showed it to everyone, they pulled it away abruptly. So I'm guessing something was wrong. Uh, so that makes me wonder a little bit. Uh, but um, Supposedly 2010, mid-summer maybe, the HD2 is supposed to be coming to America. Um, it's available in Europe and as a Taiwan company. available in Europe, Taiwan. Uh, currently, uh, it came out in November 2009, this month. So it's already overseas. For those of you who want to spend 900 bucks and you have a GSM carrier, you could buy this phone and, you know, pop your SIM card in it and test it out on your Edge network because um, you won't be able to get 3G without it actually being made for AT&T or who was it, Sprint, Sprint T-Mobile? Well, Sprint Sprint was CDMA, so T-Mobile. Yeah, Sprint CDMA. Yeah, so T-Mobile and uh, AT&T. But, yeah, I, I look forward to this um, phone. I might actually stick with HTC next year if I don't hear the, you know, the PPC geeks community, you know, hating this one as well. Awesome. <laughs> You are the cell phone king, Carl. Yes, yes, you are. You, just, <laughs> you have popped off so much cell phone tech on this podcast. <laughs> you need reviews, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Somebody needs to hey, send me a phone. I get back. Uh, it needs <laughs> it need to be CDMA because I don't have a SIM card. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> you you know what you should do is just test Verizon's return policy and just buy and shit returning it. Yeah, be like, hey, oh, yeah, let me try to draw it out. Ah, this sucks. I only need three days to make my record my video. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you here yesterday, dude? Yep, For yep. Real. Here you go. Let, let me get the errors. I need to try These guys out. every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, sir, you have reached your limit of return, but I returned the phones in perfect condition. You can you just tape the box up and say it's still new. But you know what? Customers always right, sir. Sir, well then, I I, I would like to discontinue my service. <laughs> They'd be like, "Oh no, no, that's okay. Uh, please stay, sir. You have been a loyal member for for seven years. Uh, here, have uh, a free phone. Here, 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 crappy flip phone." <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that is the Tech Petition podcast. Anything else anybody want to add? Uh, send us fan mail. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, visit the site. 
Yes. Just keep checking, keep checking out all the YouTube videos. Uh, definitely check out Serge's uh, post at the GameStop. Um, speaking of GameStop, I'm sorry to stop, uh, interrupt myself. Um, okay. <laughs> I thought GameStop broke street date. Not not all no. of them. There were a couple uh, that did. Ah, okay. There's <laughs> always a rogue store. Yep, somewhere. No, I heard it came down from corporate. I had been seeing on a few uh, like. No. Sites. Yeah, there was a. Uh... The last big game that came out, there was a, a mom and pops that uh, broke street date, and they were arrested for <laughs> contract wow. violations. So yeah. there's not really anybody going to be doing much breaking of street date here lately. Yeah. Also, everybody that had a copy of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 early at midnight, because there was people that had it a week ago. At midnight, their accounts got blanked. So they got stuck starting off all over again. Yeah, I mean, in the age of, like, online services like Xbox Live, it's, like, a really, really, really big issue. And they can, like, instantly track you to know what you're doing. If you, They know what stores are supposed to have it and what stores may have leaked it out. They they know all this stuff already. With, with, with sales location. tracking and all this stuff right now, they know. So you can't get over on, on, yeah. on the... You know what I would do? I unplug my Ethernet cable. <laughs> set set my uh, video game system clock into the future, so that when it does timestamp my my activity, it <laughs> it's still valid. So when the game actually does legitimately release, I'm gonna you know, correct you know then plug the Ethernet back up, but then it'd be like, wow, how in the hell this guy got a you know a thousand hours of playtime in and. In three minutes, the game yeah. legitimately came out yeah. an hour ago. <laughs> I mean, now in cases where you, you, you've legitimately bought it, and you, I mean, to the store clerk may have slipped and they're not supposed to sell it or wasn't supposed to have it out or whatever, you, you're not going to get in trouble for that. Just play it single player, because the only thing they're going to wipe is your, your uh, online stats. Yeah, And then the funny thing is, this also shows how big video games have gotten now. Back in the day, they didn't care about street date. That's not because you could always go to Walmart and buy a game before street date. Because mm-hmm. you know, if it was a box back there and this guy was on stop on a uh, shelf duty, you know, he was getting rid of the damn boxes. Yeah. You know, if it came <laughs> if, when it came in, it's when it went on the shelf. The dude, the guy was doing his job, so he could go home. It, yeah. Well, it was funny is uh I, I listened to the Major Nelson podcast a lot and, and the guy I can't remember his name who's over like Xbox Live um what I wanna say the secu- not security, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, violators of Xbox Live is 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 five oh basically. Yeah, yeah, Steptoes is username. I can't even remember the guy's real name, but like it was this guy that was streaming um I forgot what game it was, but he's like streaming it live over the internet. He had like a whole crap ton of people like watching him while he was streaming it, and, and the the guy who was like over it got word of it, so he like logged in and looked at him playing. And he like told him, "I'm over Xbox Live. I'm gonna disconnect you." And then the guy was like, "No, you're not. You're just tripping or whatever." You know, he, he was like blowing him off. And then the guy disconnected him. He's like, "Yeah, I told you who I was. You should have listened." <laughs> just go. He just like killed the guy's uh, uh, game in the middle of it, and probably his live account too. Oh yeah, it's like yeah. So it's just that's another thing too. Uh, you can make a well, sure your IP address is gonna be the same though. But obviously, you can just make a shit ton of a uh, live account. No, no, no. no. They, they they ban your console. They can ban your oh, console. Oh, oh dad. So, so you have to have about about a whole other console just get on. Which is I'm pretty sure this is what they've done with the six hundred thousand uh 
ban bannings that went on uh, earlier this week. They like they ban your console, not just. Their I wonder. Account. I wonder wow. if you could say, like be like you no. know say uh, no say like say no say this way say you're in college, your roommate plays on your Xbox. He gets something like that and plays, and then they ban your Xbox. Doesn't matter. Well, yeah, to, but you got to look at like the level of the violation. Uh, like a, a module would be a console level banning, and like just a a cursing in a chat room would be a live account or something level banning. So there's different levels of, of getting banned. So I mean, if you if you go in there and just like you know curse out everybody, like harass somebody, they might ban your account. But if you like my your whole Xbox, of course, they're gonna ban the console. So it's different levels. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're 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 running a bit long. So let's, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, again, email us fansdetectedition.com. Check the website out. Check out the YouTube videos, and we will catch you guys next week. Oh yeah, be sure to check out the YouTube video that I am actually. Very very quick. I can't I can't beat that. I <laughs> just smells burnt and dusty. So, uh, James, apparently you were in a, a Legend of Zelda movie. Yes, I was in a fan film from a poor friend. Yes, I was. To, to, to be completely honest with you, dude, everyone else in that sucks, I know. can't really act. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I see, like, I know you, so it's really hard to see you as an actor. But there are, like, glimmers of acting when I see you. When I see the other guy, you're talking about uh, the thicker guy uh, with the long <laughs> hair and the beard, not the white hair guy. I, I, I'm sure that Hyrule doesn't have a southern accent. That was just a But now, now y'all make me feel bad saying that that's all everyone says. That ain't dog! Video. My only complaint about the video is that the sound was, was, was not great. Because, like, when the girl was talking at the beginning, it was, like, a whole bunch of, like, background noise going on, like, buzzing or whatever. But when it finally got to the dialogue and y'all were, like, doing y'all thing, it sounded a lot better. Yeah. But, but, well, I mean, we, we did it with no budget whatsoever. No account yeah. No account yeah. sound recording. I, th- I thought it was really funny that at the very beginning of the scene where you walk through the fields, you can see, uh, like, car headlights in the far left. Really? I didn't notice really? it. Yeah, I noticed it. I'm like, oh, look at that. Hey, 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 you, can, you can go through and watch uh, the original, uh, go back and watch Fellowship of the Ring, and you can, if you look off in the distance, you can see a road with people driving. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> yep. There are people in the Netherlands, so I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, thought, I just thought it was really funny. I was like, hey, wonder if they thought of that. <laughs> Yeah, but it, 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 was, it, it got very good at the end, though. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I want to see more. Shonda loves your line of, uh, I deserve it. I'm going to get it. And I will get it. There's something like that. <laughs> she just loves that line. 
And the same when you like, the same when you bow to him, she just thought you was gonna do like a share you can or something. And, and, and for the record, the, the hood blowing in the wind right before you un uh revealed yourself by pulling awesome. the hood back, awesome. <laughs> yes, nature was with us on that one. I have to admit. I thought I had a pan or something. Because <laughs> uh. It had been a few days since I've been on the site, so when I went on the site earlier today. I was just like, "Oh man, who posted that up there, Bob?" Go search. Let me see the comments. And so just, just like, yeah. At first, I was like, "That's five minutes of my life I'll never get back." I was like, "Well, damn." And then at the end of, it, I just thought about, wait, I need to see more. <laughs> yeah, because it went in, and I was like, "Damn it, give me more." Well, the thing is, get this, there's a German website that has put it, this video up on their site, and they're actually wanting to do an interview with Scotty and maybe a couple of the rest of us. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know, like a bigger German site, yeah. It's crazy, German. It, Daniel Lee's film, that almost looked like a, a German word. <laughs> White hair. <laughs> but yeah, like, I think when, when Clarence posted it, I was like, it's time for me to uh, viral feed that, that picture of Jackie. <laughs> so I was, when it did me some nice MS Paint editing. Oh, so yeah, that was you? I thought it was Surge. No, no, I didn't. I didn't see oh, it oh, until after that. The quality was so great. Your, your, your Photoshop skills are coming up, or should I say, <laughs> MS, MS Paint skills? Carl, yeah. I would be have a copy of that saved somewhere because I want a copy of that picture. Oh, the one with awesome. the cigar, the and then you get the Legend of Zelda emblem right there over in the left. Oh yeah, you can get it in the right? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it stays on my computer. I can send it to you through uh, Skype real quick. <laughs> it was so much fun. I was like, I was, I was making it out. Like I said, I said I'm putting, I'm putting James in this uh, banner. And uh, when I, when I went down to the resolution, I said, okay, it's gonna have just his head. So I put it on, and I was like, it's just all black over there. I said, hmm. Oh, I know. Let me, let me Google search the Legend of Zelda uh, emblem. And then I, uh, I, I painted over. You can't really see it because thank, thankfully it's a solid black. I painted over the ocarina of time that's written up under it. And then <laughs> awesomeness. But yeah, that's just hilarious because it's me sitting there with the cigar in my mouth. It's hilarious. Yeah, I wrote at the bottom again. It's gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs>